0: I'm Denise Tensai. Here are the biggest stories this hour. The Philippines now experiencing the second wave of the COVID-19 outbreak, and that's according to Health Secretary Francisco Duque, who faced senators during a hybrid hearing on the country's response to the virus. The health chief did not clarify when the second wave began and what parameters were used to determine the timeline, but said it had taken weeks before more cases were confirmed in the country.
1: Ang first wave natin happened sometime in uh, January, uh, nung nagkaroon po tayong tatlong kaso ng mga uh, Chinese nationals from Wuhan. Nalala niyo po yun, ano? nagkaroon po tayong tatlong uh, imported cases. Yung po ay kinikilalang first wave. Maliit lang na wave, daga. Pero ngayon, as a second wave tayo, at uh, uh, ginagawa po natin ng uh, lahat para na ma-flatten ma- yung epidemic curve. At uh, para nang sa ganon ay uh, magkaroon po tayo ng sapat na panahon na mapaunlan at uh, maitaas ang atin kakayahan uh, sa uh, sistema pangkalusugan, ramping up the health system's uh, capacity.
0: Duque had earlier warned of a possible third wave if Metro Manila abruptly shifts to general quarantine. The Philippines' COVID-19 tally breached the 13,000 mark on Wednesday after recording 278 new cases. 89 more patients recovered, while five more died. The country's COVID-19 death toll now stands at 842. Malacanang denies leaving it up to the private sector to conduct mass testing for COVID-19. The Delta spokesman Harry Roque claims he was miscoded by CNN Philippines over his mass testing comment. He says what he meant was the country does not have the same kind of testing as the Chinese city of Wuhan, which plans to test every one of its its 11 million citizens.
1: Wuhan can do that because they're one city. But I'd like to clarify, there's still no no country in this planet that is testing every single one of their citizens. Now, yung konsepto ng mass testing na lahatin test, ginagawa natin yan dun sa mga barangays talaga alam natin mataas ang, uh, ang uh, infection rate. And that's being done, if not by government, by our partners in the private sector.
0: Roque also claims CNN Philippines has already corrected its article, but the news agency says they are standing by their report. Two million Filipinos are about 2% of the population targeted for COVID-19 testing as the country ramps up efforts against the new coronavirus disease. Speaking to senators on Tuesday, Philippine COVID-19 Response Deputy Chief Vince Dizon said the country should increase its testing capacity.
1: Right now, the benchmark yes. is between 1% to 2% of the population. But but it is very important to note that we must test a lot more from 10 to 12% in epicenters like the national capital region the goal should be able to build up capacity uh, uh mr chairman to test up to 2% of the population so okay. we are we are looking at 2 million people in total and mm-hmm. to be able to test up to 10% of the national capital region which is okay. our epicenter That is the goal. And in order order to do that, we need to ramp up testing capacity up to 50,000 tests per day.
0: So far, 240,000 Filipinos have been tested for COVID-19. The health department is currently working to increase its testing capacity to up to 30,000 a day by the end of May. The Philippine government looking to enforce more localized lockdowns to prevent the spread of COVID-19 as it continues to open up the economy. The National COVID-19 Task Force bear the plan during a meeting with President Duterte on Tuesday.
1: We will localize the National Action Plan through the LGUs. It's what we've done here and he's always talking about all the LGUs. What we've done Mr. President, is we're not declare a lockdown per no per per region but ang lockdown na lang natin ito by by barangay. And ang gagawin po natin is yung yung barangay na merong cases, yun po ilalockdown lockdown natin para ma-preserve natin po yung ating economic economic ano po natin. So gano po ang gagawin po natin, na bibigyan natin po ang LGU uh, with the guidance na yung ating AITF guidance ay kanila pong susundin.
0: But President Duterte says he will not hesitate to bring back strict quarantine rules in areas at high risk for new coronavirus cases.
2: Itong uh, mga lugar na hindi pa binuksan o tinatawag which are under uh, the modified lockdown, uh, ito yung para nakita namin na talagang kailangan para hindi lalala ang sitwasyon. At maari, since the, there is already the opening, a gradual opening, uh, titingnan natin kung uh, pwede ba to, Kasi kung babalik tayo sa dati, if the contamination will be as fast as before, and it will continue to infect uh, our uh, uh, yung nakalabas na, then we'll have to just go back to the original uh, uh, the program.
0: Metro Manila, Laguna, Bataan, Bulacan, Nueva Ecija, Pampanga, Zambales, and Hangela City have all shifted to a modified enhanced community quarantine. The cities of Cebu and Mandawa in the Visayas remain under enhanced community quarantine while the rest of the country is under general community quarantine. The Philippine city of Paranaque places 10 areas in Baclaran Village under a so-called three-day calibrated lockdown beginning Thursday. These areas are Bagong Sikat, Bagong Lipunan, Bagong Pagasa, asa Bagong Ilog, E. Rodriguez, Bagong Buhay, Bagong Silang, Dimasalang Extension, Mabuhay, and Deunio. During this period, home quarantine passes previously issued to residents in the area will be suspended. But households will be delivered food, water, and other essential items. Only frontliner personnel will be allowed to leave their homes. The city government adds it will conduct mass testing to residents in the affected areas during the calibrated lockdown. Human rights complaints during the coronavirus lockdown here in the Philippines nearing 500. The Philippine Commission on Human Rights, or CHR, says the agency has so far received 495 complaints through its hotline and social media. This includes disproportionate punishment for quarantine violators, illegal arrest and detention. The CHR reiterates its call for a humanitarian approach in enforcing government's lockdown protocols. Embattled Metro Manila Police Chief De Bold Sinas thanks President Duterte over his decision not to sack him following his controversial birthday feast. Sinas on Wednesday said he has moved on from the issue and will now focus on doing his job. Sinas drew flack for violating strict quarantine rules during his birthday party at a police camp earlier this month. But the president defended Sinas, saying it was not the police general's fault that his men threw a party for him. But for Senate Minority Leader Franklin Drelon, retaining Sinas in his post erodes the confidence of the public in the government's capability to enforce laws during the pandemic. Sinas, who is facing criminal charges over the incident, submitted Wednesday a letter of explanation to the National Bureau of Investigation over the issue. The Philippine Justice Department will put high on its agenda investigations into allegedly fraudulent cash aid distributions by local government units during the COVID-19 crisis. Mike Navalier reports.
1: Department of Justice earlier today said it will prioritize investigating complaints against local officials tagged in the allegedly fraudulent distribution of cash aid meant to help the poorest families cope with the coronavirus pandemic. Justice Secretary Minardo Guevara told reporters today that the DOJ is giving priority to the investigation because these cases take on a sinister and disgraceful character considering that money intended for poor, hungry people is unlawfully taken away from them. The Philippine government has allocated 200 billion pesos for emergency subsidies ranging from 5,000 to 8,000 pesos for every poor family affected by the coronavirus pandemic in April and May. A total of 1,370 out of 1,634 local governments met the May 10 deadline to hand out the first tranche of the aid. President Rodrigo Duterte said in his report to Congress Monday, the payout is equivalent to 77.55 billion, or 94.43% of the 81.68 billion pesos downloaded to local governments. The president said 183 village officers are under investigation, while 43 mayors were asked to explain anomalies, including alleged pocketing of funds. 23 barangay or village officials are already facing criminal charges over the issue. Presidential spokesperson Harry Loke said Tuesday. Given the number of officials to be prosecuted, Guevara said he would let the prosecutor general decide whether these cases should be consolidated and or handled by a panel of prosecutors or individual prosecutors. In a separate message, Prosecutor General Benedicto Malcontento said he has instructed local prosecutors to immediately conduct their probe. Since there are many cases, these cases are not just limited to the main department, of Department of Justice in Padre Faura, Manila. He said he has asked prosecutors to set up uh, preliminary investigations as soon as possible, monitor their progress and report to the prosecutor general. The data earlier this month offered 30,000 pesos for information on SAP-related graft and corruption cases. A two-month lockdown of most of the country to arrest the spread of COVID-19 has forced some people to line up in community centres for hours to register as beneficiaries of the program, only to be told to come back for the cash aid distribution.
0: The entire Fontana Leisure Park in Clark, Pampanga, locked down. That's after police and personnel from the Food and Drug Administration and the Clark Development Corporation, raided a Villa, illegally operating as a makeshift medical facility for suspected Chinese COVID-19 patients. Two Chinese nationals were arrested and are now facing criminal charges. Clark officials say they will also go after the management of Fontana. Vince Dizon, deputy chief implementer of the national policy against COVID-19, says cases will also be filed against those behind the illegal medical facility.
1: We the not yung mga yung mga underground COVID-19 facility or whatever. Hindi uh, what Pero yung mga lahat ng nandoon ay isa subject na natin ngayon to immediate swabbing and testing. No? At hindi sila makakabas sa kontana. No? Huwag ako makakabas kami pa. Under heavy armed guard po ang kontana ngayon.
0: Asia markets are mixed today, Wednesday, as China kept its benchmark lending rate unchanged as expected. Investors also reacting to a news report released overnight that raised concerns about the trial results for potential COVID vaccine from Moderna, who initial positive developments caused a market rally earlier this week. Meanwhile, here at home, the PSE index closed higher by half a percent on 3 billion pesos worth of trades. For those
1: who aren't in the market, they... I keep on stressing that just remain patient it's a the market at this point it's a mechanism for transferring the uh funds from the impatient to the patient this is how people really make a lot of uh or make a big, make these uh, phenomenal returns it's just really by waiting and you, and everyone understands it's a sellers market so just be patient
0: U.S. President Donald Trump issues an ultimatum to the World Health Organization to commit to major substantive improvements in how it is treating countries over their coronavirus response in 30 days or permanently lose U.S. funding to the organization.
1: They have to clean up their act. They have to do a better job. They have to be much more fair to other countries, including the United States, or we're not going to be
2: involved with them anymore. We'll do it a separate way. Okay.
0: Last month, Trump suspended U.S. contributions to the WHO, accusing it of promoting China's alleged disinformation about the coronavirus pandemic. The U.S. contributed more than $400 million to the WHO last year. That's around 15% of the organization's budget. Taiwan calls for dialogue with China, but reiterates it will not accept its proposal for a one country, two systems policy. President Tsai Ing-wen made that assertion during a speech after being sworn in for her second and final term in office Wednesday. It comes after Taipei accused Beijing of exerting pressure to keep Taiwan out of the World Health Organization during the COVID-19 crisis. Cross-strait relations have reached a historical turning point. Both sides have a duty to find a way to coexist over the long term and prevent the intensification of antagonism and differences. I will insist on these principles while faced with changes, maintain an attitude of openness to resolving problems and take on responsibility. I also expect the leader of the other side to take up equal responsibility to stabilize the long-term development of cross-strait relations together. China ended formal talk mechanisms with Taiwan in 2016 after Tsai was elected as president. China sees Tsai as a separatist bent on formal independence for Taiwan. And those are the latest news this hour. Keep it here on the ABS-CBN News Channel for our special coverage of the COVID-19 pandemic.